you give him the time, as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme. This is a podcast where Tim and I discuss poetry, faith, family, and whatever pops into our lovely little heads. My name's Dave. Let me introduce you to my other brother. Uh, other brother? I'm not Paul. Hello, everybody. My name's I'm Tim, and uh, I am the other half. I'm the other half of the podcast, and it's great to have you listening to us. And we hope that you enjoy today's podcast, and that uh, Dave gets through this without uh, falling apart and laughing all over the place. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. folks. I'm sorry. I think that uh, Tim and I are both a little tired today, but with God's help. We have all the energy we need to get through today. We do, but I, I think after talking to you before we recorded, you're not a little bit tired today. You're just thinking about how tired you will be tomorrow morning. This is true. Yeah, okay, this that's what's getting to you. <laughs> not used to getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning to be to work yeah. at 7.30. Yeah, well, let's, let's, get on with, let's get on with it, okay? So um, tell me, if you wouldn't mind, Yeah. Okay. what are we going to discuss today? Well, we are going to discuss three poems from Living in God's Rhyme. And this is the book, if you're watching on video. And I thought it was... uh, I've uh, sometimes struggled, even though I pray about it, about poems to pick. And I thought, uh, I actually had the thought, well, let's just randomly pick three or four during the podcast, wondering how that'll go. But what I did here was, uh, let me read what I wrote so I remember it right. We're going to... Sure, please do. (laughs) We're going to discuss my writing relationship with God. I've talked about, I've talked about praying before, uh, but I'm an introvert, uh, which, yes, I am. And there is a reason, so there, and there's a reason for writing, and we're going to find that out today. But uh, writing poetry is me, and I'm more ex- I'm more comfortable expressing myself in writing than I am on the written page or, uh, or on a personal level. So I <laughs> I don't know even know why I put this in the show notes. At least that was me until dot 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 dot. Maybe it's till now. I don't know. But uh, well, uh, you have. Uh... What's behind the book? Come out of your... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you have come out of your introvert shell a little bit because of this podcast. Well, that's true. And I I had... Doing video. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the video. I'm not looking... I don't even know if I'm going to watch those. (laughs) I get to see... I get to see us while we're recording, but let's let's move on, and I don't want to have anybody lose interest, Okay. The first poem I'm going to read is found on page 39 of Living in God's Rhyme for those of you with the book, and I'm sure it's all of you. It's called exactly. An Introvert's Voice, and I had uh, finally gotten to the point in writing where I thought, well, let's talk, you know, you, you write about yourself at times, and uh, in a lot of the poetry, it's about me too. But I thought I just wanted to explain to people a little about who this guy was that was writing poetry. And this is it, an introvert's voice. It is that voice inside, inside his brain, his mind, that's like a moving train, silently, it is that kind. Thoughts like the wind blowing brain matter around, scattering rhyming letters everywhere without a sound. It's not that he has nothing to say, and it's not that he has lost his way. It's more like he has turned to stone from feeling safe when being alone. He can smile for a while. Yes, he can talk, but would rather walk. I guess it's hard to explain this silent running train. Thoughts are there having formed words. So many words that no one has heard. Words that haven't found a voice, unsure of how to make a choice for him, uncertain, he closes the curtain. Unable to explain, his voice is quiet. For he writes words of rights, words of wrongs. It is here where he is strong, so you can hear it. An unspoken afterthought. 
Not sure it makes any sense. Maybe more an exercise in rhyming introspection than an explanation, or maybe it is more. But uh, that was, that's me. I mean, I, you know, I know that an introvert can come out at times when it's necessary, but uh, the, the other thing I have found being an introvert, it's easier mm -hmm. to overcome that when you are in control of the situation. When you are the one in okay. charge. And I will just simply go back to uh, one instance where I actually, believe it or not, was a PTA president at the kids' elementary school for a couple of years. Yes. Uh, really? It wasn't it, the, the uh, president who was leaving, and my wife decided I would be a good choice. <laughs> But what I found was, that it was when I was up there and people were, were paying attention to me and I had to, you know, it was my responsibility anyway to, to lead them and talk to them and discuss mm -hmm. it and get their thoughts. But that was a lot easier than for me would afterwards or to go up to somebody one-on-one -on -one and talk to them. So it's an interesting paradox at times in my life. See, right now there's you and me. Right. Okay. I've known you for all of your life and most of my life. But, uh, right. So it's, it, it's easier that way. But you know, of course, when you get to know people too, it's, it's easier too. But just, uh, at a distance, I'm doing better than I was. I think I'm doing better than when I wrote this a few years ago too. But, uh, I agree. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, that's it. That's what, uh, I found I have found throughout the years, and I, th I think I've said this before, that the writing uh, takes the place of my uh, need for uh, sometimes being around other people, or just the the fact that it, it occupies my time, and it's a way to express who I am, and then you can, away from me, read it. And figure it out for yourself. Now that sounds so terrible. When I said it. Well, that's okay. Are you telling me, in a sense, that when you're in front of more than a couple people, it's easy? Or are you saying that it's the one on one with somebody you don't know is harder than? The group situation where you know you know what you don't know most. Well, like when we were talking it, about the people. in in the until just recently, that was what it was: the one-on-one -on -one with someone I don't know, or being a, in a group that I really don't know, was uncomfortable. I've, mm -hmm. I'm getting over that. I think partly because of the, of the fact that I have been a couple times where I have than the one in charge and the one responsible for what's going on and leading any discussion. Uh, so that helps. And then, uh, yeah. you know, people will come up to you afterwards and talk to you. And then another thing is uh, if you go to a book signing and you're asked to read a poem in front of a group of people you don't know anything about, you don't know, well, right. that's, some, that's a good way to, to help get out of, you know, crack the shell and, and kind of break out a bit. Uh, but I, <clears throat> I'm i finding, uh, when I find like-minded people, of course, it's easier. When I go to a, uh, I, I went to a Bible study last night, and I, I only knew one person there. And it was, uh, but I felt comfortable talking. I mean, I, I did make a comment on one of the discussion topics they were talking about. And it was, you know, small paragraph, maybe three or four, two or three stanzas. But, you know, I, I was comfortable doing it. So I'm, I'm getting better at it. Uh, and I'm, I'm growing out of this right. one. But it's just part of my growth. And, and I know a lot of the growth is because of my relationship with God. Because he, right. he will put me in those situations where someone says at a poetry reading, hey, poet, read a poem for us. Uh, you know, so, yeah. 
you yeah. go you go to a Bible study. You just can't keep your mouth quiet. I mean, you can't just keep still. You could, yeah, you could. And there are there are nights that I very well may do that. But if there's something that you're led to say, you're going to say it. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, do you find that that now that you're doing both, both the reading, I mean the the you know talking in front of people or even going to the Bible studies and having these conversations where you're you're still the introvert, but you're you have grown to be a introvert who is outgoing when he needs to be. Do you find it? This I've, I've already lost it because in the beginning, did you stay an introvert? And and was it easier because of the writing? Well, that you no, that, I don't know. That I, I, I don't know that it was easier. It was just the writing took up time when I you know mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have to be with people. Uh, I was an introvert right. all the way through school and even into college. Uh, yeah, I was an introvert. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, uh-uh. But, uh, again, I, I know that God led me away from there. And mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't mind getting up in front of people anymore. I, I have an easier time talking to people I don't know, going up and talking to them at, at church, introducing myself, and uh, or maybe there's someone I, I see that I know, a friend or a relative of theirs that I will go up and talk to. Of course, there's a common connection, so that makes it easier. But No, I just, uh, it was, that's what I was feeling that night when I wrote that. And I know I wrote this at night because for this book, I most of what I wrote was at night. Really? Yeah. Yeah, believe it or not, what I would do is that's the one I wrote on Facebook where I to get right. people to come to the God Still Rhymes page. And mm -hmm. so I would lay in bed and open the Bible and pray and ask and start to read. Or before I did that, I asked God to lead me, lead me to, to what you want me to read. And, you know, sometimes it'd just be continuing what I've had the night before, but uh, every night that I did that, I stopped. All of a sudden, I would read something, and I would stop, and I had a thought, I had an idea, and then I asked God to help me with it, and started to write, and that's the next day I would post it on Facebook. Uh, wow. So I didn't see anything in the Bible that reminded me of this, I don't think. <laughs> well, I know there was no... <laughs> There were some introverts in, in in the Bible, yes, there were, forgive me, there were. Yeah, but let's be honest, it's it's good for people to understand more about you and and how you're writing and why you're writing and about what you're writing. I mean, and it's true, God has said, okay, Tim, it's time to evolve. <laughs> let's get you out there a little bit more. Let's get you into the public and mm -hmm. these types of things. And, and you have gone with him beside you yes i have yes it's not that he just said here let me hold here hold my hand i'll take you there it's i think it's he, he said to you come let's go and i'll be right there with you and what, you know, what i what i pray in the morning is that not so much that i hold his hand but that he puts his hand around mine and grasps my hand so that i can't let go right and uh, that helps too. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. It's, it's all good. Yeah. And so let's what we talk about the next poem. Okay. Because <laughs> this one, I'll be honest, folks, I don't always read, <clears throat> excuse me, don't always read Tim's show notes in advance. I like to be surprised just like you are. But this one I remember. Oh, so please go ahead. You do? Okay. This is on page 150. Well, we're. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's not why, but that's okay. <laughs> I do remember this this poem. Okay, good. This is on page one fifty three. Uh, it's called "The Book on the Shelf." I asked the Lord, "What do I write?" He replied, "Write of yourself. Take the book of your life off the shelf, open your heart, and turn on the light." So here I am. Where have I misplaced that book? Too many nooks and crannies. Where have I looked? Where I 
Let me start that again, people. <laughs> so here I am where I have misplaced that book. The many nooks and crannies where I have looked were empty, as if they had been visited by a crook. When did I last use it? That memory someone took. I prayed, Lord, show me what I have missed, at which he led me through a fine and foggy mist, to a place in the shelf where I found myself. Sometimes I close the cover to my life, and then I find that every day is a fight, as I fail to follow the light he has shining on me, the light that does reflect from him so that I can see. I have these days when I lose my way, when the world around me tears at my heart, when the world around me leads me astray, when I awake sleepy-eyed at day's new start. Maybe it was a word, a thought, a slight I did perceive, something I was unprepared that day to receive. Maybe it was just me. Maybe I just didn't see. The book on the shelf is where I was found, the book where the story of my life is bound, where God placed me to keep me safe as the world around me runs its race. Sometimes I get off track in the race I run when I confuse God's blessings with earthly fun. When I get caught in life's struggles before the day is done, when I distract myself from the life I have with God's Son. My story is one of God's love for me, a story of his infinite grace in my life, his forgiving of my many wanderings, a story of my faith in God and his in me. And I have this reflection on this poem. There is no punctuation in the day. There is no punctuation when the day is a run-on sentence sentence without bars, but one that can easily become a prison. And if you read this poem, you'll see there's no punctuation in it, which led me to that, a run-on sentence. And <laughs> yeah, but it was a run-on sentence, but you, you you still have to take a breath once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's a bone of contention with Dave here, folks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. The, the one thing that I really, really, and I guess... The reason I really remember this poem specifically was 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 the very last stanza. Uh, my love, my story is one of God's love for me, a story of an infinite grace in my life, His forgiving my many wanderings, a story of my faith in God and His in me. And I think the thing that really got to me when I read this was the very last sentence, a story of my faith in God and his in me. And that, um, that, that one, I, it touched me really deep down inside. Wow. His, his faith in me. And, and I was, I was thinking to myself, well, what's he trying to say? And all of a sudden we have this podcast here where I can say to you, <laughs> what were you trying to say in that last stanza? I mean, it's a great, and that's the one I love the most. Are this? They're all good. It's all the whole poem is good. That last stanza means a lot to me. Well, Dave, uh, as you were talking, I'm scratching my head, but no. Um, this this is what it is. Okay, it's my faith in God, and uh, you know when when we're saved, and we are, uh, God has prepared good works for us to do. And he, uh, you know, he has faith that you're going to, you know, you may not be ready for it right now, but he knows when you are. And to me, that's his faith in us, is that he knows when it's time and that we will rely on him to do it. And, you know, it's like his knowledge. He knows that. He knows everything. He knows everything we're going we're gonna to do. But uh, that's... That's how I was looking at that at that time. He had, I I, I think of writing a book. Uh, you know, I the the first book may maybe, well, no, I'm not even sure of that, because that's where I learned to pray before I wrote. Was part way through the first book, but uh, you know, without my faith in him, this wouldn't have happened, and and. I have to believe that he had, he knew ahead of time that this was something that I could do and it would be worthwhile. 
And so I, I again, and, and someone might disagree with my use of the word faith, but that's at the time how I felt, that he had the faith that I could continue on writing these poems as long as I had faith that he would guide me. You know, that makes more sense to me now okay. than it did then. And not that it didn't make sense to me then, because it did, but sometimes we, as as the reader or the the person who's who's soaking it in, because and that's how I view poetry is is something you soak in, and because it, it's it's provoking, it's it's thought provoking, it's also peaceful. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that about poetry, that it's peaceful, <laughs> but it's also, um, especially with yours, it's more, not more, but it's also uplifting. And that's, and I had to, I'm sorry, it took me so long to find the word, but that's what I find in it. But I, I'm very, I feel blessed by that last, sorry, I feel blessed by that last stanza. That means a lot to me. It always has. I, I, Anyways, I appreciate you saying that, Dave. Uh, I do. And uh, at one one oh, you're, podcast, you're perhaps, perhaps one podcast, you can give a discussion on poetry because it it it's not a thing that a lot you know a lot of people are interested in. Um, it's uh, not a lot of people. Well, I'm finding more and more people write poetry, but I'm I'm not sure how many read it. And um, yeah, there's all different styles. And when I when I there's a couple books I've been reading lately, and there's poetry interspersed in the books. And I mm -hmm. look at how flowery those those poems are, and they're they're all about God. And I think, huh, that's not you, is it, Tim? This is me. <laughs> this is me. So that's it. Uh, I, I, it's. Okay. Oh, I, so, there's one other comment I need to make, Dave. Yeah. Uh, those of you who are reading along with me, forgive me for this misspelled word at the last line in the first stanza. It says, open your heart instead of your heart. Uh, we'll talk about publishing issues on somebody else's podcast. Okay. Well, for those who... Uh, are the fact checkers out there? I'm sure you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to lead a discussion one day about poetry because I don't know. Well, it's. Uh, I think. I think. You know, I wasn't a poetry reader before I started reading. Just what I read in school that you had to. But and it was yeah. it was music. It was music that got me into writing poetry because I think I told everybody I wanted to be the next John Lennon. I'm glad I wasn't. But um, you know, that's just what kind of thing that got me going. And once you get going on something, why it just kind of sticks with you. If you like it, and the more I wrote, the more I liked it. All right, folks. So Dave just learned something new about his big brother. He wanted to be. A writer like John Lennon, I kind of had that feeling. Maybe you'd mentioned it before, but I'd forgotten it then. And I think that you would have been good, but you'd have been great at it. I couldn't play and because uh, the poetry's great. I took guitar lessons. You tried three or four, and it didn't work. So it was a waste of time. Yeah, I took three or four either. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to let's move on to some positive things here, okay? Yeah. Let's. Uh, how about I, no? It was. One of the positive things is, is that you're, I, I believe you're right. When it comes to people writing poetry, I believe there are more of them doing it. And I also believe that there are a lot more doing flowery ones. Because I read the posts online when I get a chance, yeah. when I get four or five seconds a day. <laughs> and, and folks, it's not that I'm that busy that I don't have a chance to read. But when I read them, they are a little fl more flowery than yours. They have a nice flow to them, too, a lot of them do. I mean, just the way it, it you know, it kind but of just goes up and down real nice. But, but I think that those are more thought out. 
not that yours aren't thought out, but I think those are more of a planned poem, if that makes sense to you. It does. Where yeah. I plan on doing this and this and this, where yours is, those are, these are your words coming out that you and God have talked about. And God said, these are the words. I'm giving you the power. I'm giving you the, the direction. Go this way and let's see where the words go. And flowery is nice. But your words are better in my mind. I wow. think I because I read those and I go, I get bored with those because they all seem to be doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yours don't do that in my mind. Well, it's interesting when you talk about your your planning what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can give. I can write a short. If I can't write a short poem in 15 minutes, it's a long time. <laughs> all of these in the book except for the first one in, uh, in Living in God's Rhyme are an hour or less hopefully a half hour mm-hmm. is what I spend and, and this Sunday though right. I had a poem that I wanted to write it's Pastor Appreciation Month in October and I wanted to write something about pastors and I had uh, three Bible verses where it mentions pastors and I wanted to make, work it around that. And it's not a, it's not a long mm-hmm. poem. But it took me over an hour, I think, to write it. It just, I would get a stanza done, and I'm thinking, and bring, where does it go from here? Where does it go from here? And I can see that happening. I, I didn't like, I liked the result. I didn't like the process, <laughs> because it's not what I'm used to. Really? Yeah. Are you, are you... It just starts to flow and it keeps going, going, going. Is that how it generally, happens? Generally, there are times when I've had to stop, take a break, mm-hmm. come back to it. Or there, there are some that I'll take a break and come back to it another day or two later. Really? Uh-huh. But generally, uh, it's that I, I start and I'll finish. Wow. Yeah. Well, see, folks, you too can do what Tim does. Yeah. I, it just won't be the same. Get a bit. It'll be you, and uh, what That's you're right. getting, uh, like it or not, what you're getting when you hear, when you listen to the podcast, you're getting me, you're getting Dave. And yeah, we're satisfied. And, 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 and we know and we got, we know we got a ways anything. to go. Yeah, but I don't want to say anything bad about the flowery ones either. No, no, I, I, although you and I might feel are a little more flowery than, than what you do. That's what they're feeling. Yeah. And that's what they want to write. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm happy to read that because I, I believe words need to be read. People, if if you put that, the time in to write something like this, just like a book, a, a regular novel or a suspense novel mm-hmm. or a, a whodunit, and you you like those, and then somebody deserves to read that, and it's no, I, it's I the same with poetry. I, I'm I'm hoping that. Me too, also that I didn't also imply that I didn't like flowery, flowery poetry. I'm actually impressed by it and at times jealous of it <laughs> because I can't do it. But again, I'm satisfied well, with I'm what saying. I do. Hmm? No, I understand, and it's and I, and I I didn't mean to imply that you were. No, but I, just, I know that you weren't. But I just it's it's a different type of poetry than what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say yours is more edgy. <laughs> Folks, if you're not watching the video, there were air quotes there. <laughs> <laughs> but I prefer your type of poetry to the flowery. But again, that doesn't mean we don't we don't read or, or listen to it. So while before we get off on a tangent. <laughs> another one, you mean? Which I think we already did, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, that's why I said another. I'm sorry, that was my fault. No, it wasn't. How about another poem by okay, the great Okay, let's uh, have another one. This one is found on page 76. For those of you with a book, and uh, I don't think there's any typos, but we'll find out. This one is called The Writer of Words. The writer of words of thoughts and dreams, a never-ending stream flowing through his mind, sometimes, most times, not knowing what he will find, in reflection, wondering, what it all means. There is a call that his quiet voice will without sound become his choice 
to be the messenger of your glory. Of all the ways, only you, God, are holy. Oh, there are daydreams and everyday schemes that make his life seem to be without a rhyme. There are times without rhymes. There is the day with nothing to say. There are the wanderings in his head that are better left unsaid. But when he does pray that what he does say, that what he has heard is the voice of your word, turning everything over to you, there is nothing he cannot do. You, Lord, know the reader's hearts. You, Lord, have restored the lost cord. You, Lord, are there before the day starts. You, Lord, are above the earthly horde. So this writer of words does pray that what you have to say will come through to others, to his sisters and brothers. The writer needs the reader of his verse more than the reader has ever known. It is the reader whose seeds are sown to help the writer avoid a lifelong curse. One can write and not share, that is, if one does not care. Follow God's command and not drown in the sand. So the writer writes out of the need to know that it is God he does heed. His command to share the gospel to help make God's children well. To help make us well, not just for a spell. God's word will our lives save as we believe on what Jesus gave. The writer will not drift accepting God's gift. Thank you, Lord, for your word. And that probably has some growth in the introvert's voice. <laughs> A little bit. Well, here, Sorry, let, me, let, me, let me read this reflection. And yeah, but you know what I would like to I would like to know from our our, our listeners is sometimes on the reflections uh, I would like to know what you think about them and I would like to especially know what you think about this one I was trying to stay a couple of days ahead in my writing for Facebook in case I ran into writer's block boy that hurts it's like you know hitting your head on a cement block but as happens at times, God has other ideas about writer's block. I had written the previous day's post for Facebook a couple hours before this one. I had an idea for a poem, then God took over. This is about the soul of a writer who tries to obey when God talks. Now, I just have to listen in the rest of my life. And uh, that pretty well sums it up. Yeah. Now I just have to listen in the rest of my life. I think, I think. One of the things that Tim and I were talking about earlier in life, or earlier before this podcast even started, I mentioned to him how I really liked the reflections after each poem in the first book, God Rhymes. Because I always thought that that was, the poems were great, but the reflections made it easier to understand the poem and that went away for the most part right yeah i this, i know the second book didn't have as many and and this one doesn't either um, yeah it has some it was just some of them were i mean it, 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 it to me it was in the poem there was nothing else to say yeah but the poems have changed between Book one, two, and three. Oh, definitely. There, there's, there's a different tone to them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think when you look at uh, the second book, God Still Rhymes, it's more it's more uh, concerned about our soul and where we are right. as, as, a, as a people. And this one is, again, a, a different tone. It's, it's up and down, but it, and I think it may be more personal. I know it's definitely more personal. Uh, yeah, and uh, the others are, but uh, mm -hmm. I think any poem is any for to me, almost any poem that you're going to write about God or with, uh, you know, about salvation or what He's done, are personal. Because uh, when it comes to God, if you haven't experienced it, it's hard for me to imagine you writing something that's going to touch other people's hearts. It's not like me writing a, mm -hmm. a poem about going shopping at uh, some big 
shopping mall. You know? Although I experienced yeah. it, but I don't have to know the ins and outs of it. You know, there's right. I just can't go off willy nilly, and because there, there are poems I've written that are just goofy, and that's my whole purpose. It may be just to get these goofy rhymes at the end, or just to be. And uh, it was interesting because I I'm sort of. I don't know if I'm surprised or not. Uh, I will find it in a minute uh, in the first uh, poem. Uh, yeah, where I just talk about, oh, the second stanza. Thoughts like the wind blowing brain matter all around, scattering rhyming letters everywhere without sound. And I, I've written whole poems that are like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that we'll get to them any day or not, but anyway. That's, we will. That's, uh, again, that's that's part of me. That's part of me, who I am. Yeah. Well, and let's see what is something. One, two, three, four, five, six. So six stands. I'm sorry, folks, if I'm counting out loud. Um, you, Lord, know the reader's heart. You, Lord, have restored the lost cord. You, Lord, are there before the day starts. You, Lord are above the earthly horde. Everything that you just said in those four lines in that stanza are true. Because he is. And 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 so that so this writer of words does pray that what you have to say will come through uh, through to others, to his sisters and brothers. I'm sorry, folks. That just kind of, how do you not read that and go, exactly? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. Exactly. What else is there to say? I don't know. That Dave, whole, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I had. Exactly. That's all I and had. end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I read, you know, as I'm reading along with you, as you're reading, I'm going, exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> You could have ended it there, but you went on, and I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, sometimes I, I think, did I go on too long? Really? Well, there are. I'll say, okay, I'll, I'm come to a point where, oh, I'm, I'm going to keep writing, so I'll write another stanza or two. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's with this one. I, it, and what you were just saying uh, reminds me of something, or it, it, makes, it makes me want to ask a question, and I know the answer to it. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Do you get more out of this as I'm reading when you read along with me? Than if I was reading alone? Well, no. Than if I just were, no. If you were sitting there and I was reading you the poem. And you, mm -hmm. and, and you had to take it in as I spoke it. Is, do you receive more out of it as you're hearing me talk and also being able to follow along in the book or on our show notes with the words? I think I get more out of it because as because I'm reading along with. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is you're going along and, and it's it's soothing, it's it's natural. But I don't know, I, I couldn't go back to you and, and give you the comments about, like I said, I had to go back and count the stanzas <laughs> to, to figure out that what one it was. I wouldn't have remembered word for word, you, Lord, know the reader's heart. You, Lord, have restored the lost cord. I mean, I, I would, and that's me, because that's the way I, learn i think i think i'm i'm a person who learns through interaction and being able to see it at the same time well ladies and gentlemen that's my commercial for the day <laughs> if you haven't bought a book you haven't bought the books i would encourage you to do so if you're listening to the podcast and uh yeah. or at the very least uh the show notes are available so as you listen you can follow along with that too but I would encourage yeah. you to, uh, I just think you would have better understanding. And it's, uh, 
and and if you like what we're doing, I, I think it would be helpful. And I, and I don't say that because I want to make a ton of money, because if I wanted to make a ton of money, I don't know. That's not my purpose. My purpose is just to do what God asked me to do on this. Folks, I want to be honest with you, too. I mean, to read the show notes as you're listening is one thing. But to see it in the book and to see where it's broken up in the book as compared to the show notes. Because sometimes I have to manipulate the show notes to make them fit where I want them to fit. And and Tim never complains. And you never know what's been changed, folks. Uh, but sometimes things are changed. And move, now, I don't move the words from around from... It's like I don't I don't say okay well I want to put <laughs> you Lord have restored the lost court before you Lord know the readers I don't do that but sometimes depending upon the device you're using watching and reading the show notes and let's be honest folks a lot of people when they're listening to a podcast including myself because there's about twenty that I listen to <laughs> including ours and another one of mine I listen to it when I'm in the car so it's hard to read along. But I do make mental notes, and as soon as I stop the car and put it in park, I have a pad of paper in my car, you know, like a, a, just a sticky notepad, and a post-it notes. And I write things down, or I'll go to the show notes and look it up. But if I've got the book with me, it's just so much easier. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think it looks better. The other reason I say this, I just think poetry, the way it's written, Mm-hmm. Especially with the, some of the things that I write, you really need to reflect on it. You know, as, as we're talking, what we're talking about, people hear it and they, they know what we're saying. They can grasp it right away and uh, agree or disagree. But uh, this, uh, no, I just I just think it would be helpful. Yeah. But when you, folks, for those of you that are watching this video, these words written that way, Look a whole lot better than show notes, I think. Now, granted, that wasn't a poem. He, I just picked a page. <laughs> but um, I think it's easier to, to follow. And you're right. And that was a great question, Tim. I like that question. And I've been meaning to ask you this for a little while. Is there a another poet that you know of who you pay attention to if you if you were another poet that you really like that you like all of their work or the majority of their work that comes to mind um you know i what i'm finding is uh as i'm reading in some christian books and these are mm -hmm. some people that i know because i've been at uh events with them and right. i i like uh, you know it's a there's interspersed in the prose I, I like their writing uh, but I'm I don't know that I have really gone out and looked for I want to I'm trying to keep my reading to a Christian uh, material lately and no I but okay. uh, you probably had just issued me a challenge where I should go out and look I should look into this <laughs> okay? yeah 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 I mean, I don't have a lot of time to read. Uh, I shouldn't say it that way. I don't take the time to read. Uh, and I should, but I enjoy listening to it and reading it when I do. I don't know. Okay. Kind of left that one right out in the air there, didn't I? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's, let's, uh, let's go off script here. Sure. This is a poem I wrote on my cell phone, on the notes app, 10 minutes. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yep. Called The Road. I say, do not go where you do not know. Where the way is bound, you may not be found. But we travel this road with our heavy load. Before journey's end, find yourself a friend, one who is true, knowing God's view. Though you may find the road does wind through sand and thorns and rising storms, as you hold his hand, you will understand the peace of his way as you daily pray. Before the setting sun, you will rejoice in his son. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. 
He gave his for yours and mine. It is through him that we will see the face of God. And I will get back to you to put in the show notes. Uh, yeah, send that to me. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. You'll find a friend. I like that. See, I, I, I found this new friend. <laughs> and, and Yes, you did, and I'm so happy for, for you. And he's got his own book and everything. Yeah. Hey, uh, but you know what? Yeah. It, you can always walk. You always have a friend walking with you when you know God. But to have another friend who believes in God walk with you also makes it better. Oh right? my goodness! Oh, so much better! Oh, so much better! No kidding. Yeah. Let me let me yeah. quickly throw this one in. This is one that I cannot finish. I have tried, and I don't know where to go with it. So I will, as the last thing I read today, read this one, and. Uh, let you know that not everything works. These two brothers okay. are inviting others to join in, listen, as they discuss and praise the one God did raise. There are rhymes of the times they heard a voice and made a choice, times of laughter, before and after, as their... That's where it ended. I don't know where to go. <laughs> that was going to go on... Here's your challenge. That was going to go on Facebook. You know, to advertise, help, help promote the... the the podcast, but I just yeah. go back to it every once in a while, and it, it just that's where it ends right there. E H E I R. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe we ought to make that the next challenge. Oh, don't please don't. <laughs> Can you end the sentence? All right, I, mean, I can't. Uh, okay, I will ask everybody listening to pray that I am able to. Uh, God help me to finish this poem. Uh, my intent is, was to, and still is when I finish it, if I do, is to mention God in it because it is about a, a podcast about God. So, but, and again, it was just me being a, you know, a, a wise guy trying to make short, short lines, short, short lines with rhyming words and uh, go from there. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the life of an introverted poet, ladies and gentlemen friends and neighbors. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Tim, it's, uh, it's getting to be that time for you and I. And on, on that last poem, I think maybe it's, it's about time we uh, <laughs> head towards the door. <laughs> Not that I thought that was bad. I, I, I really can't wait to hear the end of that poem. <laughs> Neither can I. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I bet Oh, oh, Tim, we're coming. We're aware besides on your desk and on my credenza. Can we find your books? Oh, you can. <laughs> oh, you can. I'm sorry. Forgive me, uh, folks. Uh, why, you want me to take? Why I calm down? No, I I know where they are. Okay. You can find okay, them on, on Amazon. Uh, click on mm -hmm. one of the book names: "Living in God's Rhyme," "God Still Rhymes," or "God's Rhyme." Put Tim Carter after it, click on it, and the book will show up. And hopefully within uh, one or two or three below it, you'll find the other two books. Uh, and then it's uh, actually the, uh, I'm trying to remember this right, Living in God's Rhyme is nine ninety nine. The other two are eight ninety nine. Yeah. So they're not, I don't think they're terribly expensive. Anyhow, uh, you can also go to Barnes & Noble. Go online to Barnes & Noble uh, and do the same thing, and you can order it there. Or you can go to the store at Barnes & Noble and ask them to order it for you. As I keep telling everybody every week, it's not like I sold enough copies to be in the store, but uh, they will order it for you, and uh, just beware that if you order it and it, they don't have it in stock, why, uh, or it's not something that they would have in, on the shelf normally, uh, they have a no return policy. So I just don't want you to be surprised. And uh, of course you can, uh, the other option is uh, to have a, a book signing and have me bring some books and sign them. And I actually, the uh, autograph is free of charge now. 
Oh, it's free of charge. Now. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not that $10? Well, I, I couldn't get 10 for it. And then I thought when I found out the, the one time what uh, two famous high basketball, uh, college basketball players autograph was worth, uh, actually, $5 is still too much. So I'll just throw it in. <laughs> I'll throw it in. There you go. Yeah. And then, yeah, so check us out. Check the books out and keep on listening. We appreciate you more than more than more than you know. Don't forget, folks. Facebook.com backslash God still rhymes. That's the Facebook page, um, and we have a website, livingingodsrhyme.com. Every episode's there. All the videos are there. Well, not all the videos. Current videos are there. <laughs> Last eight or nine and there'll be another one or there one there tomorrow or the next day um photos all kinds of fun stuff uh tim if you wouldn't mind could you take us out with a prayer today yes i'd be happy to dear heavenly father we thank you for this uh time that you've given dave and me to uh share some poetry share our thoughts and and uh have a good time and enjoy some laughs lord uh i know your presence was here throughout this and I thank you for that Father and uh, any good that comes from this podcast uh, Lord we give you the praise and glory and honor because it is you Lord that is leading us through this and we pray Lord for our listeners for those uh, we pray for their needs that they are met that if anybody out there that is uh, sick or has some other issues they're dealing with Lord we pray that you would work in their lives and Heal them and give them the comfort that they need and uh, draw them to you. We pray, Lord, that uh, this next week is good for everybody uh, and that uh, Dave and I keep on going. Thank you for your blessings, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And folks, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And Dave always seems to forget, but don't you forget. We are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us because we are his with Jesus. Amen. God bless you all.